Hello and welcome to livealittlehigher.com. We continue learning the book Hodot Halevavot, Duties of the Heart by Rabbi Ba'iya Ibn Pakuda, and we're learning uh, the chapter on serving God. And if you remember, it, it came to a conversation between the mind and the soul. So last week, <clears throat> the, the mind was telling the soul that the more, uh, the more Hashem increases our, the favors He bestows on us, our responsibility towards Hashem also increases. And uh, a person that, thank God, is a person that is well off, he's intelligent, he has resources. This person has a very high uh, responsibility towards Hashem because he cannot be a person that has all this and is not using it for his service. So today, the soul begins questioning the mind about free will. How much free will do we really have and how responsible are we for our actions? And he asked the mind, you have taken upon my treatment and brought me relief from everything you have taught me. Uh, I, have, I feel better. Uh, you have reproved me. You have acted generously and with your light supervised my treatment and dispelled the darkness of folly that had enveloped me. Still, one problem remains, uh, and it is detrimental to the service of God. If you can cure me of its ill, of this ill, and re relieve me from its distress, I will be safe from the worst of all diseases, and will be close to recovery from all my maladies. So the, the soul is telling the mind, you have done a good, good job with me in, in, in teaching me, in guiding me, in, in reproving me. But there's still something that bothers me. I need to understand this. And the mind asks the soul, what is that troubles you? And the soul says, I have found in the scriptures on the subjects of compulsion and predetermination, control and will, that all these are gods in respect to all that he has created, whether mineral or vegetable, animal or rational, as it is written. And it says in Tehillim 127, whatever God willed he did in heaven and on earth, God puts to death and brings to life. He casts down into the grave and raises up. God makes poor and makes rich. He brings low, he also exalts. Who has spoken and it came to pass unless God has commanded it. it it's not from the mouth of the Most High that good and evil come. And, from, and I form light and create darkness. I make peace and create evil. Unless God builds the house, its builders toil in vain on it. Unless God watches over the city, the watchman says, stays on alert in vain. And it is in vain that you rise up early and stay up late. And you who eat the bread of anxious toil, for he grants sleep to his beloved. So here the soul is very confused. And he's asking the mind to indicate him if we really have free will. That 
from these scriptures, from Tehillim, it also comes from Shmuel and from Yehashayu, from all these sources, what he understands, what the soul understands is that we really have no free will, that Hashem runs the world, and everything that happens in the world, really, it's predetermined and it's run by God. And there are many similar verses, he says, all of these indicate that man and all other living things were prepared by the Creator for the adornment of the world. So it would seem like Hashem is having a blast with us. He created this world and He moves every person to where He needs Him and the person does what He needs Him to do and everything in the world runs in such a way. On the other hand, He says, we find in Scripture a contrary view. We see another point of view in which would indicate that human beings' actions are entrusted to Him that it is up to us and uh, he chooses them as he pleases they spring from his will and free choice accordingly he is subject to reward and punishment like we are subject to cause and consequence depending on how we behave and for transgression re respectively as it says see I set before you this day life and good death and evil this is in Devarim 30.15 and Hashem says choose life so if he's telling us, I put in front of you good and evil, and, 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 and it's up to you what you choose. But he's telling us, choose life. You go, choose the light. Choose life. This is your own doing, Malahi. For according to man's acts, he pays him, and a man's folly warps his way. This is Mishlei. And we know that when a baby is going to be born, this baby doesn't choose if he's going to be rich or poor. He doesn't choose if he's going to be beautiful or ugly, if he's going to be healthy or sick. These things human beings cannot choose. But the angel, before the baby is born, taps him in his lip and he says, be righteous and not be wicked. So what is it saying? So at the end of the day, what it's saying here is that in a certain amount, Hashem, we have no control over the world. For, for real, we have no control. If it rains, it doesn't rain. If there's a tsunami, if there's no tsunami, if there's a war, if there's evil in the world, we have no control over these things. If we're rich, if we're poor, if we're beautiful or not beautiful, we have no control over these things. What it's saying is that the only free will that we really have is if we choose right from wrong or wrong from right. That's the only free will. And that too has a certain amount of, of uh, leeway. So let's see. So this says, indicates that man's actions are entrusted to, to him and that divine glory is free from respon responsibility for his good or for his evil, for his righteous or his corrupt actions. So the matter is hard for me to grasp, says the, the soul, and the, the mind answers the difficulty you mentioned of reconciling these two concepts found in scripture is no greater than that of reconciling the contradiction one finds upon reflection in life's actual experiences. So for we see that a person's actions are sometimes in accordance with his plan and his will, while at other times they're against his will and intention, and these disparities show you that the Creator, may he be exalted, has control over a person, and that the later is bound by the Almighty. So I'm gonna get out of the book for a little bit, but I wanna give you an explanation that would come to give you a little bit of clarity of mind on this subject of free will. 
Hashem does give us free will. He does allow us to choose right from wrong. And the, and, and the scripture tells us that a person doesn't sin unless a spirit of folly enters him. So we have to have like a stupidity inside of us to do the wrong thing. And it's a spirit of folly. So we have a certain control up to a certain point. So let's say the person has good values, he knows right from wrong, he learned in, in his house, he had the best examples, but suddenly he's away, he's alone, he doesn't have his parents to be there for him, he feels like he's, he's free, and he starts reading things that are not good for him, that are, that are full of, 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 of garbage. He starts seeing movies that are full of garbage. He starts doing things that are full of garbage. So this is what it means that a spirit of folly enters him. Like we have to really protect ourselves from all this, from what we see, from what we hear, from what we say. It's so important to protect our thoughts, what we think, because this is where we have free will. But the moment that we give in into this and we start letting stuff come in that is not healthy for us, then we come to lose our free will. Because by the time that this, the, 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 the situation presents to us, we're going to act according to where we're standing at that moment. We are not going to have free will at that moment. So for example, a person that suffers from anger and he's in the highway and a car comes and, 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 and rides right next to him and, and, and tries to hit him. If this person suffers from anger management, from anger, he's not going to manage his anger. He's just going to speed and he's going to throw his truck into the other person and maybe he's going to bring out a gun and he's going to, God forbid, uh, create a situation. So that person at that moment has zero free will. Zero free will. He's not choosing anything. He's just acting accordingly to his instinctive nature because he has not worked on that nature. So this is who he is. So he, if the person closes in on top of him, he, this is what he's going to do. He's not thinking. He's not rationalizing. He's not saying, okay, I'm not going to kill that person. God forbid. I'm not a an assassin. He's just doing what his instinct is telling him to do. So this person has lost completely his free will. He has no free will. But if a person suffers from anger and he works on it and he deals with it and he's working very hard on not being like that and he prepares himself to go in the road and he trains himself that when somebody speaks uh, near him and does something it would bother him, he starts training himself to not react. Then when the, coming, the moment comes of, of the test, he's not going to react because he's trained himself. So that's when he has free will. But this has to come be much before the situation arises. Once the situation comes, you're going to be who you are. You're going to be who you are. There's no free will at that moment. The free will is before that. It's when you're working on yourself, when you're really trying to be a righteous person, when you're, when you're elevating yourself. So when the situation comes, then you can rise up to the occasion. So this is, if I can make it more ex understanding, the concept of free will is not so clear cut. And we have to understand that the free will really is a, is a work, is a job. 
Every day, we have, when we wake up, we have to face our demons. And we have to look at them in, our, in front of our face. And we have to look at them and say, I'm going to work on this. I'm not going to be this person. I refuse to be a, a, a thief. I refuse to be um, someone that, that's angry and hits his wife or, or the vice versa or screams at his kids. I refuse to be this person. I'm going to work on myself and I'm not going to be this person. I, I, I don't like this person. I, it's not the right thing to be. And that's when the kid comes and, 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 and takes you and where you hate it, then you're working on that and then you can react in a different manner. But because you have worked on it. But the moment that you react, it's already a reaction on who you are. It's not, at that moment, it's not free will. At that moment, it's, it's instinct. So, so here it says here, that the, these controversies have long raged among the learned on how to reconcile compulsion, predetermination with divine justice, man's free will, and responsibility. Some say that all human actions proceed according to man's free will, ability, and power, that God has entrusted these matters, matters to him and giving him control over them. The divine glory is free from responsibility. So it's saying Hashem has no responsibility towards a person's actions. If he does right or wrong, it's, his, it's the person. He always has the, the, the capacity to rise above the situation. He gave us a Torah. He gave us a, a guide to life, a way to live, in which we know exactly what's the way to behave in a certain situation, how we should proceed. And then we should be masters of our emotions. We should, that's why the, the, the head is on top of the heart. And it's not vice versa, because the head, the seichel, the intellect, has to rule over the heart, has to rule over our emotions. It's on top of them. And, the, and the emotions are emotions, but you, with the seichel, what it does is that it allows you to, to understand what is a proper emotion and what's not a proper emotion. So a proper emotion, yes, something happened, you're, you're devastated, it's a normal emotion, you have to go with that. But if you're going to be a person that's always sad for no reason, that that emotion is taking control over your intellect. So you have to work on that. It's not the right emotion for your life. So you have to see what's going on. So here we say that, they, uh, that for them and as a result, many subject to reward and punishment for them. Others attribute human actions like everything else to the creator, may he be exalted. So at one point we do have free will, at one point we don't have free will. So we have free will when we work on ourselves and when we make the choices we make out of an understanding of right and wrong, and we go against our nature and we go with what's right. But we don't have free will when we do what makes us feel good regardless, and we're just this person that's not training himself to be a righteous individual and just goes with the flow. So, so this is very interesting. It's interesting to understand. It's a fascinating subject. And um, Rabbi Pakuda here gives us these two opinions in which they're, they're right. This, this, the scriptures are correct both ways. It depends on you. So I leave you here. I wish you a blessed week. And remember, live a little higher. Thank you. Thank you.